This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grobian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 206. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing, Kevin? Doing pretty good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you doing? Same shit, different day. There we go. There we go. Classic. What movie do we have you watch this week? The second Jungle Book. <laughs> Mowgli and Baloo. There it is. Here's the full title. The second Jungle Book, Mowgli and Baloo. This is from 1997. This is, a, I think it's a sequel of sorts to the first live-action Jungle Book that came out in, was it 94 the first one came out? The one with uh, Jason Scott Lee. I, I don't know if there's any actual ties, though, so it might just be a completely separate thing. It's a spiritual sequel. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> it's the Everybody Wants Some of the Jungle Book series, except nobody wanted it. I have a synopsis here. Preteen Jungle Boy Mowgli. Gets to, gets to Human World and is pursued by P.T. Barnum Circus Scout Harrison, who wants to take him to Circus as curiosity. Harrison hires local grandee Baldio for help in tracking Mowgli down. It turns out to be that Mowgli is Baldio's nephew and the only obstacle for him to take his late brother's rich estate. That is written by Anonymous on IMDb. Uh, fantastic synopsis. I think that it's going to aid. It's just going to be a good companion piece to this movie in general. Yeah, because I, I mean, I completely have a like a firm grasp on everything that's going on. I think it sets the stage for this whole movie. The quality. It's this is it's a hell of a prologue. This is directed by D. McLachlan. However, <laughs> they were. He was credited McLaughlin. as Duncan, Duncan McLachlan. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not sure what that's what that's all about. Ah, transgender. Okay. Oh okay. Yeah, so Duncan is now D. Uh, stars a uh, bunch of people who I'm actually not familiar with. No, no one huge. No big names in this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, looks like Billy Cam- <laughs> Bill- Billy Campbell's in it. Shaping up to be a good one, it sounds like. Billy Campbell's probably the the biggest name, I would say. Just looking, just browsing, perusing through the list here. Uh, so, Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about the second Jungle Book, Mowgli and Baloo? Uh, Mowgli's dad gets killed. Why well, you don't see him be killed? They just get told that he's dead, and he was killed in the jungle. And his son was around them, so son was then raised by jungle animals, including bear, panthers, wolves, other various man-eating animals. Uh, uh-huh. So this guy, the circus, I don't know what you would call him, the scout, I guess. <laughs> is on this train with all these other people and somehow this kid 
hears the train coming on the train track and it just stops on the train track and is almost run over, but somehow the train applies the brakes and it instantly stops on a dime. And because apparently there's no laws of freaking in this particular movie. Uh, so this kid, this train stops. They try to capture this kid. And he ends up running away. So they go, they go after him. And they eventually meet what is, is what would be his uncle. And he tells the scout talent, or talent scout, that he's this kid's uncle and he would inherit everything from him. Because he has a big plantation, apparently a lot of money. But what you're not told is that the guy doesn't want that to happen. He just wants to kill the kid. Damn. So they 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 seek out this kid. Eventually, they find him, and he's in a uh, temple. But the only way out is through the roof, because like that, it's like an ancient temple, and it's gonna hard to you know open the front door. So. This kid's in the pit with vipers, and apparently the vipers talk to each other and tell each other this kid's cool, <laughs> even though I don't even know. I do not explain this. <laughs> that the kid, the vipers don't go after the kid, but like try to bite him, but they still. Go at him, like snap at him. Oh, so they try to scare him, whatever. Huh? Try to scare him, maybe. I assume, but I don't know why. Or maybe they're just putting out some feelers. They're just trying to get a feel for this kid, and then they do do things pretty cool. This kid, this serious guy, comes to fish this kid out. Turns to rub them. And the uncle ends up smacking him in the face of the gun. And they get a knife fight. But each knife is like, I don't know, it's like a fucking butter knife. And they run, the uncle runs away scared and hides in a cannon because all the animals are after him. So eventually, the snake armor. He gets another snake to lure itself into this pit and wrap itself around this kid and then pull the kid back up. And all of this is happening. The bear, the panther, and the wolf, and the tiger. Apparently, none of them have any interest in eating any human being. So, they, uh, I assume they talk and help get the kid out, and then everyone lives happily ever after. <laughs> the uncle. Wait, what happens to the uncle? You don't see. 
He's hiding in a cannon? He's, he's the one who's hiding he's in a cannon. He's hiding and he gets chased by animals, but you don't actually see. I assume you're supposed to guess that he got killed, but you don't actually see it. Hmm. Okay. I'm so confused. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think about this movie? Uh, ridiculous. In a good way? First of all, this movie, I think anyway, it's, it's animated for a reason. It's animated because when the animals talk, they, like, you know, they can talk because it's a cartoon. When this misses his dead silent throughout the movie. Well, that was my next question. So the animals in this, do they talk or not? No. Okay, so there's no talking. They, they communicate silently, I guess. Ooh, telepathy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I can't remember the 1994 one. I don't think they talked in that either. The one with Jason Scott Lee. I don't think they talked in that one. I remember liking that one as a kid. But. I don't think I ever saw it. You probably saw it as a kid. How do you know? Because I think everybody I saw it. I think it was how like do a, you know? It was like a prerequisite to childhood back in no, the 90s. No. Mm-mm. The animated one, yeah. Yeah, I saw the animated one, but I never saw the. Oh, shit. Uh, you see that? You you both saw it and you just oh, forgot because it was that oh. inconsequential. <laughs> you just know our histories now, huh? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> uh, so comparing this, I guess if you didn't, if you don't remember seeing the 1994 Jungle Book, uh, where does this compare with the original Disney animated Jungle Book? Like I said, it's crap. Mm-hmm. I would much rather watch an animated one because at least everyone's not dead silent. So you kind of know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> rather, rather than animals like big talking to each other and to other human beings. Do you think that would have made it better if they did some like CGI bullshit? Even if they did it terribly. If they had like the actual real animals talk, do you think that would have no helped? <laughs> because the the probably would have made it worse. The talking is goes along with the animation in my head. Gotcha. Like you know, like Aladdin. I want to see a live action Aladdin just because, like the cartoon, you can. Draw the genie, but in real life, the genie would be computer animated. No, probably look awful. Mm. So I guess this kind of leads to a larger problem in your eyes with the with Disney making live action versions of a lot of their animated classics. We have you know, Cinderella and uh, Alice in Wonderland. And some of the other ones that are escaping me. Snow what? Oh yeah, uh, what was the one? Maleficent. They're they're okay. Some of them are okay, but not in a movie where you have four of the five main characters are animals and they're just silent. Oh, 
Yeah, a hundred one Dalmatians too. Can't forget about that one. That was that was one of the early live action ones that they adapted. Oh yeah, that one actually worked though. At least for me, if I'm remembering it correctly, you probably worked. Not. Probably not. Yeah, you're right. Probably not. But they, I remember the animals didn't talk in that one either, and it was just the dogs going on their adventure. Yeah, but they're dogs. You know what I mean? Like if you don't have a dog talk, it's still a dog. Right. And you're like, damn, I love dogs. But if you do, you know, you have vipers and vipers aren't talking. You're like, it's just a fucking it's viper. It's just a snake laying there in the corner. Who gives a fuck about a snake? I don't give a shit about snakes. That's true. And I think that the big thing with the Jungle Book is the the characters. You know, like King Louie and Baloo. And they were all such colorful characters. And yeah, because the actual kid in the Jungle Book, I mean, he's, he's all right. Like all the other animals are actually, they're the characters. They're the fun ones. Right. Yeah. Take that out of the equation. You just. Mowgli, Mowgli's like the springboard. He's just the guy who all these other great characters are just bouncing off of. Yeah. So you take out all the interesting characters and just like, we're just going to focus on the one that has no personality. Yeah. Outside of climbing. And like, fucking. It's just, it's very unbelievable to think of a live action human being being raised in the jungle by animals. He can't talk. What the fuck's he eating? <laughs> What's he eating? I'm just way more, way more comfortable with that baker. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I think he. <laughs> Ryan doesn't have to think about the logistics. Yeah, well, no, I think he. I think he does have a really good point there because when you make something live action, there, there, there are all those added things, all those added logistics things that you have to take into consideration. When it's a cartoon, it's easy to just be like, "Oh, it's an animated kid kids it's movie." You know, of course, it's it's okay that the want. animals are talking and this child is living amongst these predators that in real life would probably just rip him to shreds in two seconds. So that's So Ryan can't get that, get across that initial hurdle. Yeah. You have to, you have to cross that, that threshold, that, that leap in faith, leap of faith when it comes to, you know, accepting that this is a thing. So you're already watching the whole thing from the wrong, essentially the wrong point of view. Because you're not buying into the the main tenant of the film. Well, plus it's it plus if they're not talking, if the animals are not talking, that that adds to the to the realism of it. So that that pulls it even further out of the whole fantasy realm, plus which, you just pro- got, which probably you just makes got it even vipers. more difficult to accept it. You just got vipers just sitting there. Yeah, just piles of vipers. That's not interesting. Do the vipers do anything interesting? Uh, they snap it, Mowgli. I mean, how's Baloo? Because the second Jungle Book's called Mowgli and Baloo. He has he has second billing here. Is he one of the main uh, characters? Oh, uh, I guess he, I guess she had said that. There's the bear, the tiger, the panther, the anaconda, and monkeys. <laughs> And they're all equally important, I guess. Well, then why is it? Why isn't it like Mowgli and the other animals? Or oh, and the wolf. Oh yeah, wolf in there. 
But Baloo doesn't do anything more than the other the other animals. He, I don't know, he might, like, be a little tougher in certain circumstances. But no, he doesn't really do anything if the other one's not there. Okay, so as, like, as far as the narrative goes, Baloo doesn't play <laughs> a larger part than uh, the no. tiger. Hmm. No, in okay. fact, the tiger plays a huge part. So does the panther. Interesting. So I don't know why they would call it Mowgli and Baloo then if Baloo clearly didn't have to, a more important part than anyone yeah, else. Like, well, no, that's the tiger. I mean, oh. I know, like, they're supposed to be like BFFs, right? Yeah. In, in the regular Jungle Book so, cartoon movie. but So they have like an actual bear playing Baloo. Yeah. Now is this bear jovial and fun and just having a good time? Like, Love and life. No, he's angry at Grumpy. <laughs> Just says so they so they made it a darker blue. That's what they did. I guess. Does he have a plane at all? Do we get into some tailspin action? Ooh, tailspin. Uh, <laughs> oh, I kind of wish I saw a chipman now. That'd be awesome. They used to be on our fairs. when I was looking. Rescue Rangers. Yep. <laughs> nice. Side note, just I just want to throw out there that I don't know if you know this, but all of Animaniacs is on Netflix now. Ooh. Just if you want to get into some Animaniacs action. I could I could I could watch some Pinky in the Brain. Hell yeah. Hmm. Should we just talk about Tailspin and Rescue yeah. from Let's here? talk about nineties cartoons instead of this movie. And all the all the animals like when they're in a show with a human being you can obviously tell that they're not really both there. They're <laughs> t- two different videos. Oh, so it was like composited stuff, of course. Mm. I mean, at least they didn't try to do animation or something like CG. Because it probably wouldn't have worked back oh, in 1997. They, they, they put, like, when the, the for instance... When the bear and the human are together, you tell they're not. You tell the bear CGI at the end of the shot. Yeah, that's fine, I guess, for the time. I mean, you're using wild animals, but again, it's like maybe, maybe you shouldn't make it if you can't. If you can't make it look good, then maybe, maybe it shouldn't exist at all. Yeah, like, come on. Maybe you're gonna make a movie with a kid. And wild yeah, get some wild animals in there. Maybe the real life for all twelve of them who make this. Well, I also think it's interesting that this is the sequel to the '94 live action one, and in the '94 one, Jason Scott Lee plays Mowgli, and he's like 35 years old, and then in this one, he's a little kid. So I guess this is a prequel of some kind. Must be. Uh, according to Box Office Mojo, this made $346,056 at the box office. Damn. Nice haul. <laughs> bringing in the, bringing in the cheddar. <laughs> now you understand why they're bringing it back. Yeah. It's a, a, a rousing it's a, success. It is a goddamn moneymaker. It was only in 101 theaters, so that was definitely a pretty slow rollout. And it looks like it was only in theaters for th- for three weekends before it mm. was gone. 
Yeah. Mm. That's a that's a shame. Uh, on I on um, Rotten Tomatoes, there are no. There's only one. So there are three total reviews counted, and all three of them are rotten. One of one of which is from Roger Ebert. He writes. It's not easy to get a movie made and even harder to, to make one for young audiences. If you're, going to, if you're going to the effort, why not make a smart one? That was his review. Uh, another one just says, rent the first one again. And then the, th- and then the third one is nothing. It's just rotten. <laughs> it's just a rotten symbol. It couldn't even be bothered. Uh, I clicked on... There's, like a, there's several other ones that are listed that don't have like the, the scores or the little blurbs so i clicked on a couple of them and and several of them are actually for the jungle book 2 which was the home video animated one from disney so they're not even linked correctly in this movie uh terrible just terrible uh we can go ahead and talk about the director d mclachlan let me take a look and see what she's done it looks like she has a new movie called Scarlet that's been announced. It's not out yet. Uh, a movie called Ten Terrorists that's all one word. So it's just Ten Terrorists. Not sure what that's about. Everest, The Promise, uh, The Jammed, Running Wild, Deadly Chase, The Double Zero Kid, and Scavengers. Well, all you need to know about Ten Terrorists is it's a shocking, awesome comedy. I want to see The Double O Kid. It's with Corey Haim. And he plays a teenager secret agent, and he's a hacker. I've often wanted to to watch that one just because it looks amazing. Uh, That's the only one that she's done that I've actually heard of. Running Wild was with Brooke Shields. Hmm. I haven't heard of any of these. Well, you might want to check out the Double O Kid. Wow, that's a pretty badass cover. Yeah, that should be (sighs) enough for you to want to seek that one out. Couple of Sean, Kidney, Karen Black. Wow. Uh, let's see what this Scarlet movie's all about. This has been announced. Not sure what the production status is. A newly married detective and his pregnant wife move into their dream home, unaware of its dark history. Oh, shit. So it's a horror movie, from the looks of it. It's an Australian horror film. Hmm. All right. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's pretty much it for Dean McLachlan. Uh, any final thoughts on the second Jungle Book before you give you your score? On this rhyme. If you're stupid enough to watch this, and uh, I don't even know. Stone <laughs> down. Uh, how was Billy Campbell? How was the Rocketeer? I, it's funny you say that because I'm a man. You wouldn't memorable. He played Harrison. I wonder if that's the. The the carnival or the circus guy. Yeah, I think that was him. Hmm. He wasn't notable at all. That's not good. He did nothing but try to hit old women and be funny. (laughs) But it was actually stupid. And he tried to save a kid. And then you get in a fight with a butter knife. <laughs> and that was it. Just a, just a butter knife? It's just him the, fighting with a butter the knife. The blades on the knives were probably... The one really did look like a butter knife. 
Uh, the other one looked like a pretty intense knife, but again, the blade was only like four inches long, and they had a fucking sword fight. Hmm. Okay. Sword fight with butter knives. All right. That sounds kind of interesting. Like, I kind of want to see that. I do. I'd like to see that, because I'm imagining, like... Like an Errol Flynn style, like ching, 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 ching. You know, yeah, like with little butter knives. what it is. Interesting. Because uh, I remember making a metal net of that fucking noise. <laughs> and man, like, what? They're fighting with, like, butter knives, not swords. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I'm looking here. I should have given you the Jungle Book Return to the Jungle. Because this came out, in, this is one that came out in 2013. It's not the Jungle Book 2, which was the straight-to-video Disney one. This is, this is like a knockoff, but the way that the cover is designed, it's, it looks like it says the Jungle Book 2, but it's not. It's the Jungle Book Return to the Jungle, and it's a CG movie. Awesome. Oh, God, this one looks amazing. When Baloo gets distracted by a beehive and gets left behind, the friends find their way home after exiting the jungle, after an exciting jungle adventure in this action-packed feature-length film. Oh, my God. It looks like uh, food fight levels of animation. And it also appears that Baloo has, like, reading glasses that he wears, like spectacles. Huh. I guess Baloo is is an old man in this movie or something. I don't the animals nest and bread pen and face off. I want to see the panther or the tiger or you nuts or possibly the bear. But I mean, the only thing that happens is the bear stands up and like growls and tries to scare everyone. But it's a really bit frightening. Did you just want to hug him? The bear? No, because he would have ripped my face off. <laughs> it's Baloo. Do they, sing any, do they sing any songs? No. Huh. Wasted opportunity there. Hell yeah. Right. That would be great if it was like the little kid singing, and then they you know, cut to like Baloo's part, and it was just silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the bear. <laughs> For like 10 minutes. They, they did it with all of the, <laughs> like all of the, the various Jungle Book songs. The King Louie. <laughs> the Louis Primo song, and then they just have him like eating his own feces or picking it, or like grooming another monkey. <laughs> Sorry, chimp. Alright. Let's go ahead and give you a drum roll on this thing, Ryan. What do you give the second jungle book Mowgli and Baloo? Two. That's a two out of ten. Alright, so I take it that you're you're not too interested in this new jungle book movie. Nope. Nope, you're like, fuck that. Especially not after watching this and realizing how stupid I've a movie about animals. Hmm. So, do you know anything about this? Do you know anything about this one? Me? Yeah. No. So, it is, Disney is releasing it. It's directed by Jon Favreau. Does that change your mind? Yeah, does that change your mind at all? Does that get you, does that pique your interest a little bit? A little bit. A little bit? Okay. So, um, Bill Murray is doing the voice of Baloo. Scarlett Johansson is Ka, the snake. I think that's the snake, right? Yeah. Idris Elba is Shere Khan. 
uh, Lupita Nyong'o's Raksha, Christopher Walken as King Louie. Interest, excites, man. interest peaked. Yeah. Gary Shandling as Iki. Really? Yeah. I don't know who, uh, Iki sound. I don't know what character that is, but it sounds like a bird. That sounds like a bird. I don't, but I don't know if that's true or not. It just sounds like a bird name. Ben Kingsley <laughs> is uh, Bagheera. What are you thinking now? Uh, I'll, I'll check it out when it comes to video, but I'm... I'm certainly not dying to get in the movie theater and spend ten dollars to watch that shit. <laughs> well, this currently has a ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now, with fifty-two reviews counted so far. Um, there is a critics' consensus already listed on here, and I'll I'll just read this out. Uh, as lovely to behold. As it is engrossing to watch, The Jungle Book is the rare remake that, is, that actually approves upon its predecessors, all while setting a new standard for CGI. Now, I've read not one, but actually several reviews that said that this is better than the original animated film. Wow. I feel like that's a really tall order. Uh, I feel like, you again, you can't compare live action and, like... They're not the same unless you can do the exact same thing. I gotta say, when this, uh, when the tr- the first trailer came out for this, I was like, no, I'm not interested in it at all. But I don't know if they just showed different footage, or maybe the the very first trailer was they needed to do some refining and tweaking on the on the animals, the animation. But I've seen some still images in some of the later trailers where I'm just like, holy crap, like. That, looks, I mean, it looks good. Yeah, they use all CG animals in this, and they look more real than I think I've ever seen in a movie. And that has me kind of, that alone has me interested yeah, in checking this out. kind of interests me a little. I mean, just the, the movement, like the hair, like, I mean, the fur on these animals, just, I think that that really adds a lot. And I don't know, I'm, pr- I'm pretty interested in this now, whereas I, I totally wasn't when it was first announced. I was I was interested after seeing the trailer, which I, and at that point in time I still didn't know who was doing the voices until I just looked now. You know, before you said you listed the names, mm-hmm. I'm even more excited. Yeah, I didn't know all these people were in it. I'm totally sold. I just want to see Bill Murray as Baloo. Yeah, just give give me that for like an hour and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely all about that and walking as King Louis. <laughs> I don't know if there's gonna be music in it though like i don't know if they're gonna be uh, singing be. songs and stuff i doubt it but i bet there's gonna be at least one i bet when he first meets king louis there's gonna be some sort of interlude he's gonna do something christopher walken always has something up his sleeve yeah i don't know i'm I'm pretty i'm actually pretty excited for it now so i'll, I'll be checking it out this weekend it also seems like a theater movie it seems like one that is gonna be worth it to see it in the theater yeah just because of the visuals so, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I'll probably have my thoughts on the podcast this weekend. Uh, all right. So, any final thoughts? I mean, what were you, what was your take, Ryan, on the original Jungle Book? Did you like the animated one? Were you a fan uh, of that one? Uh, I liked it. I don't remember that much about it. But I don't know. I liked it when I was little. How does it rank on the the Disney animation scale? Like, where where does that sit among Disney that's animated movies? That's probably a right. Okay. What, uh... 
Like, where does it where does it sit though? Like, is it on the upper echelon of Disney animated movies, or is it kind of in the middle? Well, I don't. There's really no older animated Disney movie that I've seen that I didn't like. So you got them all up at the top. Huh. They're all tied for first. I liked uh, Cinderella. I liked uh, Wonderland, Jungle Book, Robin Hood. I like all of them. What about Brother Bear? I don't remember. What, what about Lilo and What about Lilo and Stitch? Did you like that one? Uh, a little, no much. I wasn't a big fan of that one. I like Stitch, but that's because he's cool to look at. <laughs> like he's not a character I like. Yeah, I, just, I wasn't a big fan of that one. Uh, all right. Well, uh. I think that that's going to do it for this week. Any final thoughts, Ryan, on any of these Jungle Book movies? Would you say skip you the second Jungle Book? Hell, there's a lot of different Jungle Book movies. Yeah, there's a shitload. There's a whole... I had I had a... Whereas last week, I had a really tough time finding you a movie because there just wasn't anything. This week, I had a, a bevy of, of bad Jungle Book sequels to choose from. So pick your poison with that. All right, I think that that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse, and consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later.